morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Is today Tuesday? I gotta say, because I've been off weird days. I was off TV last night. Chuck's off TV tonight. I'm off what TV tomorrow. It is very confusing. It's I the holidays. Like it's Big Walt's World. 365 days a year. We're now experiencing it with Christmas one week away. Charlie, you think Walt one asks that away. question every morning he gets up? Yes, we all do. Seriously. No, no, we don't all. No, yes, we do. As you get older, you forget things. You forget people's names. 36. No, I did it right before the show, Rocchio. Did I not say, what day is it? Because, again, it's not like a real work week. It kind of feels like an extra weekend, but it's Tuesday. You've been saying this for three weeks now. I think it's (laughs) correct. It's starting to lose its luster. No, no, it improves. You're saying this in the month of March. Well, yeah, for St. Patrick's Day, for sure. (laughs) March Madness. Jess, Jess is like... Can we take down the decorations? Honey, what, what day is it anyway? It's January 14th. Yeah, it's fine. It's still, uh, it's still the holiday Christmas season. decorations through MLK Day are perfectly acceptable. Listen, you can make fun of us, but the Marlowe household, we kept our outdoor Christmas lights up every year until February 1st because my youngest brother, Nick, it was his birthday, and it became a tradition to leave them up until his birthday on February 1st. You know, Chuck, if you wait long enough... <laughs> Happy birthday, Nick. Now go take out the lights. Right. If you wait long enough, Christmas comes again. So just leave them out there year-round. Oh, okay. Some people do leave them up year-round. No. Just don't really? turn them on. Oh. Listen, uh, don't, don't judge pragmatism, ladies and gentlemen. Do not judge pragmatism. It's like the Rockies over there might have left their lights uh, uh, there was a attached. Couple, there was a couple of years where we lo- where we won that argument, and, and, we, and we did leave them up, and my mom was... Furious the entire year, and we just eventually just kept. We won that, but we didn't win the argument look, often. Real talk, everybody that gets their real lights talk. out of out of their box in the basement, you pull the lights up, and and I would say twenty five percent of light strands don't work anyway. That next year, if you leave them up on your house for a full year of weather, of storms, of rain, of sticks falling off trees, half your lights aren't going to work, guaranteed. Uh, related, slightly related, not related. Big sports today, clearly. The Blues are at Edmonton taking on Hitch and the Oilers. Hitch. Mizzou, Xavier. Xavier's actually down a little bit. What's and, their net? And the Oilers are tired of winning, so I guess they're due for yep, a loss. Yep, they're mad at Hitch, so they won't play well tonight. There's your. <laughs> Blues have three games this week. At Edmonton, at Vancouver, at Calgary. Calgary was leading the West the other day. Hitch has got the Oilers playing better. Vancouver's not very good, but they just beat you 6-1, to one, I think, in your building. I'm going to sell you on that they they win one of these games. I don't know which one. Wow, what a high they, bar. No, I'm not saying they, it's – this is not good news. I'm just – I'm telling you they'll win one of the three, and I don't know which one. Is that about right? Well, can yes. they get three points out of this? Mm, like an overtime yeah, loss mixed overtime in? overtime or a shootout loss mixed in there. Can they get three out of the no. six points? No. Wow. No. They're kind of on a one points? out of three ratio. That's wow. their deal. Yeah, that's kind of fair, to be honest with you. 
And I'm going to have to agree. All right, and when we talk about, I didn't want to get into this, but when we talk about Jake Allen, it's never his fault. Blues, we're sports talk radio station. We accidentally are talking hockey. Okay? I want to talk, talk about rakes. <laughs> How is your rake? I want to talk about lights, but we'll get back to that. So I looked it up because it's never Jake Allen's fault. Nope. They, they hang him out to dry, which mm-hmm. they do. The common complaint now, even people that think he's a good goalie, say, God, he never makes the big save. When you really need it in that breakaway, you know he's going to give it up. That's fair. He's 46th in the NHL. Yeah, but there are like 90 teams in hockey. So no, that's not no, there's not. <laughs> save percentage. He is 46th currently in the NHL. So that's not real good. Ahead of him. You say it's not good, but name three goalies that are in front of him. Uh, ben Bishop is ahead of him. <laughs> Brian Elliott is ahead Carter of him. Carter Hutton, I'm guessing. Carter Hutton is ahead of him. Yaroslav Halak is ahead of him. Ryan yeah. Miller. There's no count. He's Chris playing. Mason. Uh, no, I don't think he's playing. Yaroslav Halak, by the way. Who Manny fl- Legacy, is who, he in front of him? Who flamed out in St. Louis. Yaroslav Halak is second in the NHL right now in save percentage. Not that we were pining for his return. Just interesting to note. Ryan Miller, nobody liked him. He was also... Was he rude? Is mean it... to the media. I was there. Mean to the media. True story. Chicago series. He was mean, mean to, the media. to the media. And I'll never forgive him, even though he's a Michigan State East Lansing guy. I went to a fashion show. He actually had a fashion show back in Lansing that I attended and covered once. But he was mean to the media. I'll never forget How that. How was he mean to the media? What did he he said, I got to go or something. Didn't he say it's my Here's sister's what wedding? Is this, something... the, is this after they lost yes, the Yes, playoff okay. exit. Something like I got to Well, I, I was there. I can, I can tell you the story. Um, oh, jeez. Real I, talk. I, I can't tell if you're serious or not, but you do sound sincerely angry about it. I think he's kind of... Well, no, I'm just I think, telling I you I was here, and you're no, like, here's what happened. No. I was there. No, I know. I mean, like, We're sincerely angry about Ryan Miller. That's what I meant. Like, you seem sincerely bothered that he was not helpful. What did you do? What happened was, I believe it was the game where they were eliminated. We're all waiting to talk with Ryan Miller in the dressing room. And you know how it is. The players come back there. He's kind of getting his pads in the bag and all that. The media were respectfully waiting for him to to get ready to talk. But as you guys all know, if you have cameras and microphones, you need to have a good spot. And he kind of just looked at us and was like, "What are you just going to watch me get ready?" And he's—I think he said—I wow. think he said a swear word, but it was just uh, look. I get it. You were mad. You lost. Didn't like that though. And I'll never forget it. Ryan Miller. Is that it? I don't want to interrupt since you were there. There we go. I, I love how Chuck's like, hey, I was there. Let me tell the story. And he begins with, I can't remember. Maybe it was the game they were limited. I'm like, you were there. That was the whole point. It was Blackhawks, I remember, that year. Right. And, of course, that was the big move. They needed the goalie to get them over the top. We all agreed with the move at the time. Correct. It clearly did not work out. I think that's a common theme here with Blues and recent years. All right. Excitement. We agree with the moves. And then, well, that didn't work out. Uh, In fairness, the moves this time individually have Continue, have worked out for the most part. It's just the team sucks. The individual, like Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, Brandon hey. Shen, they're not bad. Well, Shen, yeah, everybody yeah. was on board. I think uh, disappointment would be, well, I guess Bozak, I don't know what we expected from him, but Pat Maroon has yeah, been a disappointment, yeah, yeah. I would say. But you're right, Ryan O'Reilly's been a big hit. It's just the Blues blender has not worked out. So Jake Allen, 46th in save percentage, Charles, in case you were wondering. All right? Now, what I wanted to talk about... Let's get the top 40 by the end of this road trip. <laughs> Name a random former Blue, and I'll find him <laughs> on this list ahead of Jake Allen. Man, you named a lot, though, right? About five. Why well, name Yaroslav uh, I, think, I think Phoenix Copley's on that list, too. He is on the list. Uh, oh, my God. 
Ben Bishop's <laughs> on the list. We said that. We said Brian Elliott, who's not doing great things. But where is Phoenix Copley? He's 40th. Yes. There you go. Good God, he's top 40. Yes. Goaltending is weird, though. One year a guy can be great. The next year he's bad. Then he's really good again. He's an all-star out of nowhere. You sign him to a two-way contract. Like That's the same thing with Brian Elliott. Wasn't that a two-way contract? He didn't have this great career coming in. He was an all-star. Hutton was that way. Absolutely. Hutton, Hutton led Hutton. The, the league last year yeah. in save percentage. And they and had to against. get him out of there. because he was Get out of here, Remember, man. he kept winning, and they said, he's got to get out I of there. there. <laughs> I was there. I was there. All right, go ahead. You tell the story. <laughs> and the stricts of the world would scold us. Nah, you can't keep playing. And we're like, well, he's won four games in a row. Yeah, but you got to get Jake back in there. Because the team's been winning? Weird? <laughs> kind of weird. Uh, Blues Oilers coming up tonight. Then it's Vancouver on Thursday. Then it's Calgary on Saturday. Mizzou and Xavier. Bragging rights, of course, this Saturday. And last I heard, tough to get tickets. I got to double check on that because I thought maybe it would be a little softer market this year. Both teams a little bit down. Um, but what I wanted to talk about was Candy Cane Lane. Oh, yeah. And we've done this in the past in the news talk world because I love going down there. It's great fun. And I've always wondered. And I'm not I'm not trolling Matt Rocchio, who grew up in that area there, St. Gabe's. But I have wondered, people that live there, what if you're not religious? What if you don't believe in Christmas? Or what if you hate Christmas? Or what if you hate decorations? I can speak for someone who lives on that street. Okay. A longtime friend of my mom, uh, who I've known my entire life. She's festive. She, she grew up Catholic. She loves Christmas. Hey, what are you, not festive? She has nothing against the holiday itself. That being said, she does live on that street, Candy Cane Lane. She's lived there for a long time. So this thing has evolved from since when she moved there to what it is now in terms of, one, the light display and kind of the closing of the street to a degree to set everything up to also holiday traffic, especially on the weekend. She cannot stand Candy Cane Lane. And I'm she fa- is not a fan of it because, and she said, and it's not because she's a Grinch or a Scrooge and hates the holiday. It can take her over an hour to get home on Friday nights when she drives home from work. <sighs> That's Or tough. if she has to go somewhere on a Saturday and come home Saturday night again, it can take over an hour. And it's that's, not, it's that's not Saturday nights, man. And I that's was, the issue yesterday. she has with it. It was and, packed yesterday. And I'd be bothered by that, too. You just want to go home. Why is it taking over an hour to get to your house? Because strangers are stocking, are just completely clogging up your street. But they build it for them to come. I mean, it's clearly a display for others. But I am fascinated by the dynamic. If you live there and you're like, hey, let's order a pizza. And the pizza goes, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not coming there. Right. Or it's Saturday, like kids have soccer. Oh, crap. We better leave. Oh, I can't get out. There's a tour bus in front of our what house. Or you want to hold people? Or you live fall there. and break your arm while making dinner, and all of a sudden, what is the ambulance going yes. to do? How do you host people? Do you want to have like a little, hey, get together. Hey, come over to my house. We'll have a few beers and just More, make some dinner. Except no you can't can get to my house. And here's the thing. It's spilling out on the Chippewa now, which is I brand, which is a personal issue for me because I was trying to go, to, I was trying to go um, shopping, and I make a left on a Chippewa off of, uh, out of that neighborhood. Are you shopping at Ted Drew's? Um, no, just going down there. Um, going down that way, and <laughs> that way. it's backed up. Whoa, it's backed so up. Mysterious? It's backed up onto Chippewa. Where are you shopping? And there's an entire line of cars waiting to make a left turn, and there's a fire station right there that will bust out onto Chippewa to get places. And so this you're is, over there by the Legrands now. Yes, yeah, I live. I live like a block behind there, um, which brings me to the second point, which is there's another group of people on another street. Who have taken some inspiration and they want to create their own kind we of thing. We got Butterscotch Boulevard right around the corner. It's called here. Angel Way, I believe. Yeah, I've heard that. 
Okay. And there, it's a two-way street. And they put up signs that says exit only on one side of the no, street. No, that is wrong. You and are I'm, not allowed. And here's the thing. This is my normal way to go home because my other way to go home um, is blocked now by a bunch of speed bumps, which is ridiculous in its own, own right. Um, and now, apparently, I, I can't drive home that way because I'd be going the yeah. wrong way on Angel Way. I mean, You're not allowed us to decide, hey, we're a one-way street now. All right, we That's don't really not, take calls on this show. Out. It's totally not But allowed. I would love to hear from somebody who lives on Candy Cane Lane. And you could, you know... Fake your name if you don't want to be known as the jerk. But it has to be a collective agreement, like to live on that street. And I've wondered if you sold your house on that yes, street I've this before. in in the summertime. In the disclosure statement, does it have to say might be required to put up four thousand bulbs of Christmas anyway, lights? Great might... neighborhood, great street, a lot of great neighbors. Just a heads up: once a month, you can't go anywhere. Yes. Uh, Christmas is kind of hell around here. One just month a year, yeah, one month a year, you can't get onto your street. Like you yeah. moved here from Texas and nobody told you. You know, wait a minute. What's this I hear? They call it candy. That's cute. Yeah, it could be a little bit. Oh, of what kind of what issue. kind of car do you have? Oh, you have a van, SUV. Uh, oh, that won't fit. Down you're gonna the need a compact. You're gonna always need to park in your garage. How far forever. of a commute are you from your from your office? About 15 minutes. Okay, yeah, add an hour during December. Just just add at least an hour. I'd be, I'd be furious. Anybody that lives, this is pretty specific. I used to have, like, the mayor of Candy Cane Lane. I had his cell phone number. Humble brag, Chuck. Uh, 855-282-8255. If you live in that area there, on that street or next street over, do you feel good about it? Like, hey, it's a pain in the ass, but it's worth it because it's become a thing. Or maybe it was a great thing 10 years ago, and it just got too popular. I think it might be that. Maybe it was cool 10, 15 years ago. But Disagree. It's so – well, you don't live on the street. No, know. listen. I don't know how long Here's what it's all about. How listen listen to the county chuck who just goes to Candy Cane Lane, clogs up the street for one night, and then just goes back home. Here we go. Glendale Chuck here. Okay. Glendale this is what, Chuck. I got my rakes and everything. This is what Candy Cane Lane is all about. It's about people like me – going there once every five years and enjoying myself for one night for an hour and a half and inconveniencing those folks Correct. for a month or you so every single year. I appreciate the transparency. That's, that's the truth of it, okay? I go there once every five years. It's really cool. For them, they put on the display, and it inconveniences them for the entire month. You know what? <laughs> if only there was some kind of attraction around the St. Louis area where it required you to stay in your car for an hour and a half and drive around and see all kind of lights displays, and it was like this thing that was or maybe there were multiple ones. A sponsor, the one, uh, the Queen of AB Brewery Lights, or the Brewery you know Lights, what? If only there Jellystone were Park, that you could just drive around and it was built and it was made that way and constructed and planned. Listen, dude. But this is organic. It's an even. Listen, it's a feel-good story. How about this? Listen, dude. Chuck's kind of hostile. I'm not, no, not. How about this? Chuck, no, give out your hostile. address this I'm weekend. The, candy cane, Chuck. Let's all go out to Charlie's house and clog up around his house, Chuck, <laughs> and make sure it takes Charlie an hour to get home. Let's see how he. I'm going to park in front of candy your candy cane, Chuck. First of all, <laughs> I, I want to know if they like, sir. Uh, the restaurant's closed. Excuse me. I'm Glendale Chuck. You can open. <laughs> Glendale up. Charlie here. You got a table. I have for lights me. around two small bushes. And the one post and on we're my... we're getting tired of all the gawkers out front with our bushes on my lit up. Um, how you... about this, though? No. Serious question. Oh, no. What about the businesses around there? The boom in revenue? Do they see a lot of people Ooh. going to the bars, to the restaurants? Economic impact no, I'm Candy Cane Lane. I like this. You tell me they're not going to bars and restaurants around there? They're getting hot cocoa with their kids? One of those times, I went and did like a, a 5K run around Candy Cane Lane 
where you run by, you take pictures, you stop at the local running shop. They had hot cocoa and all that. There's that's all the Mac, that stuff. That's the Macklin Mile, I believe you did. It's something oh, like that. Yeah, the Macklin Mile. Yeah, the Macklin Mile. That's, that's, that's different. That's in the summer. It's like eight blocks no, away. No, this was this was during the whole okay. light display. Because Macklin Mile what is running stores there. There was a store that we all met at that had bikes and all that. Is it Big River? I don't know. Probably. Uh, that's yeah. Macklin. I didn't write it down. Okay. Can I bring up something though? Eight five five two eight two eighty two fifty five, and it may be uh, Saint Gabe's. Jerry, instead of Glendale Chuck, it could be. Hey, this Candy is Craig. Cane. This is Craig Christmas, the mayor <laughs> Candy, of Candy Cane Lane. Candy Cane Carl. I would love to hear from somebody though who says, <laughs> you know what? It's been great, but it's sort of gotten too big. Or I moved here three years ago, had no idea because you would be mocked. I would think, right? Where if, you at, McKenna? If you're the eight five five two eight two eighty two fifty five, I'd like Candy Cane Lane represent. Love it. Okay. First of all, I'm not hostile. I apologize if I came across that way. I'm in a great mood. Holiday season. Because we were talking about Ryan Miller, I went back to look at that season. I think you guys will appreciate maybe some trivia here. That was 13-14. The Blues were eliminated in six games by the Hawks in that first-round series. That right? was one where they were up 2-0 and lost four straight, right? i got to check on that. I feel like that was one of those Well, they did that every year. That yeah, was their thing. Fair. However, who do you think led the team in goals that year? This is just, we're talking four or five years ago. Just the that 13 season. 14 season. Oshi. Martin? <sighs> That's a good it's guess. Be a weird person. It can't be like a Tarasenko or someone like that. No, no, the reason I asked this question is because, well, I don't want to give it away. But I think it's this shouldn't Schwartz. It shouldn't shock no, no. you. Give it away like how Strip gives away who he talked to. I'm just saying it's a guy from Russia. How about this? A guy everyone now complains about constantly. Alexander Steen. Is it Steen? Alexander Steen led the team with like 33 goals <laughs> and 62 points. We got to lock him up. What are Steen's thoughts on Candy Cane Lane? I think he'd appreciate it. Lock him up. Lock him up. You were there. <laughs> 33 goals. Four and a half years ago, folks, okay? Not right. too long ago. Give him a contract everyone hates. One of our great sponsors, Bertarelli Cutlery Chuck, I will not interrupt. You tell us. What do they say around the holidays when they're at your house? Let me ask you this, though. Hold on. They say, why are your knives so dull? But hold on a second. Isn't Bertarelli Cutlery right down there pretty close to Candy Cane Lane? So think about it. You go there, you get your knives sharpened at Sharp City, and you drive right through Okay, Candy Cane Lane. You're there, Bertarelli Cutlery, Sharp City, 1927 Marconi on the hill, BertarelliCutlery.com. Pick up the Pagan, the Precipice, the Infidel for a great gift for the holiday season, right? It's Bertarelli Cutlery, and then... As the weather gets nicer, you have all of your have outdoor... Your with you. Have your machete yes, with you, Yes, your tools, your yeah. loppers, your hedge clippers, your machetes. If you live on Kennedy Lane, get Just... a knife and stab tires of people who won't leave your... I was going to say, Chuck should have his machete because when I come to Kennedy Lane and start... Look, true story, though. If you were a real bah humbug, you could get your machete sharpened at Bertarelli Cutlery and then right. go and just chop all the Jeez. lights off, okay? Oh. Just ruin can... Candy Cane Lane. Let's not... Let's not no, don't that do that. Up. I was just kidding. It's arson, the Chuck. Worst Jesus. Live read. Bertarelli Cutlery. Sharp City. I like how Chuck is just assuming that there's like a business hike for places that aren't really that close to Candy Cane Lane. Hey, the Blues, maybe you're at Candy Cane Lane. Dude, you make a night of it. No, you make make a night of it. You go to the bar. You go to get some food. You get the hot cocoa. You go to the bar. Glendale Chuck with the most classic county thing ever. Everything on that side of the River to Pear is just the same. No, that's everybody in St. Louis with Illinois. Hey, I live in in Glen Carbon. Oh, is that right by Belleville? Like, (laughs) no, not really. Not even close. 
How in Edwardsville? Oh, is it by Fairview Heights? No. And the river is essentially 50 miles wide. I mean, oh, you're near Chicago. Like... No. So you're over there? Oh, okay. Is that next to? No. Not even close. Uh, we will be in Fenton on Thursday. It's the Hot Shots Toy Drive from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. The Toy Drive goes all day. The station's there from 7 to 1. If you get if you give a toy or a cash donation, you get a free appetizer for, at Hot Shots. I think that's a good deal. And you know what? You shouldn't need the appetizer. You should do it to be a good person. Yeah, Chuck. But get the appetizer. Be a good person. They could do that at Candy Cane Lane. Just put out a big bin. Seriously, there is, turn it, no, there is a cash. Um, they do. And it goes to charity, I believe. Yes. See, so, so stop no, complaining. An electric, an electric bill. I, I don't mean, this is going to sound cynical. Oh, no. I don't care. That'll be different from everything from else Every other comment. Fair. They do now say where it goes. There were a few years where they just had the bucket, and they wouldn't tell you where that money went, which made me wonder. Well, but but it's so expensive. No, no, it does matter. Yeah, because it shouldn't go towards that, though. Okay, but if you've put a lot for, of hours in. The bucket should say for expenses. <laughs> yes. If you've put a lot of hours in and it's inconveniencing you for a but whole no month. No one is telling you to do it. I'm fine with those people profiting a little bit. I'm not. I'm fine with it. You're this is America. You're inconveniencing other people for profit. That's Capitalism. Okay. No. No, because those people are getting a free night, right? They're enjoying themselves at your expense, literally and figuratively. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to put a bunch of lights, a bunch of lights out at Chuck's house. I'm just going to, I'm going to rope off your driveway so you can't go home, and then I'm going to have a bucket out there for money, and then I'm just going to keep all the money and say, Chuck, that's capitalism. You know who's behind this? Big Electric. Big Electric. The, they want, they want those lights on. They need those lights on. <laughs> Big Amarin is behind this. Hey, our friends at Schnucks sponsor the High School Athlete of the Week. Yeah. Did you see the the game winning shot the other night from the kid from Desmet? Yeah. Half court buzzer beater beat Chaminade. The week before, he was the high school athlete of the week. Oh. How about that? Good things happen when you end up as the five nine of the fan, Schnooks, high school athlete of the week. You end up making a half-court shot. Buzzer beating, gotten a lot of play. I think they say it goes viral, Chuck. Goes viral. How about how about Desmet? little renaissance the last uh, year or so, football and basketball. Yeah, right? we, don't, they we, had, we don't talk about okay, that. Okay, but they had, they had a couple down years there <laughs> on their way back up. Still look at the, still look still at the trio you're in the room with. Listen, man. Okay, I'm not part I'm of uh, the lobbyist group what of CBC. Just, all right. Big high school. Gym? Is that why I'm not part of? Uh, You've lifted weights with the cadets. <laughs> but again, if the Smet wants me to represent them, <laughs> give me a call. There you go. Or Shamanad or uh, Coryezu, whatever. Yeah, I'll, do, I'll do the girls' school. Saint Joe's. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trinity. Thanks to Snooks for sponsoring the high school. Even JFK, if you want your memory of a high school to be kept alive, wow. call Chuck. Oh my God, this guy. Hey, I'll do a public school. My wife went to JFK. I can public funding for this? Yeah. You're saying since they're no longer yeah, they're around. They're no longer a high school. They're a Lindenwood branch campus now, aren't they? Sounds right. A satellite campus. So anyway, Snooks sponsors the high school athlete of the week. You can vote online <laughs> at 590thefan.com. Kenny Wallace back from vacation, back from really going off the grid. Look forward to talking to him. It's Tuesdays with Kenny when we come back here on 590 The Fan.